gentlemen, welcome to Casual Sports Talk. Talk. So, boys, ever hear Michael Jordan's flu game? Well, this is my flu game, this is my flu pod. Uh, I apologize in advance, I am sick. Apologize to me, you're yeah, sitting next to me. I'm sitting right next to Brady. So, next to me too. Brady, closer to me. Brady and Rap are going to be unavailable on Tuesday. After and Wednesday. And Wednesday, because yeah, they're going to get sick. Uh, but it's a good thing we're not sick now, because episode 11 of Casual Sports Talk is here. Biggest ever. It is our biggest episode It's going to be today. sick. It's going to be fantastic. It's lit. Um, we have our first ever interview. Brady, wow, you're <coughs> trying to like capture the youth here. Oh, God, I've already started the coffee then. Oh, no. Um, we have our first ever interview coming up. Yeah. Uh, it was... Fantastic interview. Uh, we want to thank Mr. Cromarty, uh, Mr. Warren Huge Cromarty. Thank you. Um, a big shout out to the Montreal Baseball Project. Uh, again, we'll, we'll probably get more details after the interview as well. Bring he talks baseball about back. It. But uh, we want to bring baseball back to Montreal. And step one is listening to what uh, Montreal Expo legend Warren Cromarty has to say. And now that's, that, now that that's coming up in about five minutes. Now that we interviewed him, our next uh, interviews later on are going to have to be massive interviews to. To fill these shoes, you know, yeah. we have big shoes to fill. Yeah. And we're going to have, you guys, if you guys want an interview, just slide to Brady's DMs. They're always open. They're always open. We As already know that. But, I'm, up, uh, I'm up all night, so I'll, I'll be ready to that's, answer. That's a scary thought. Okay. <laughs> um, so, before the interview, how about, we were, we'll tell you one of the questions we're going to ask him. We're going to ask him who's his favorite player that he played with yeah, of all favorite, time. His favorite teammate. Yeah, his favorite teammate. And, I mean, considering those Expo squads of the 70s and 80s, right, he was there from the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, considering those squads were loaded with talent, um, there's probably a lot to choose from. Uh, my guess, I'm going to say Gary Carter. Um, obviously, uh, rest in peace. I mean, passed away a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And uh, I think Gary Carter was probably going to be his favorite teammate to play with. Yeah, I predicted that, uh, like, I predict that he uh, will say that Andre Dawson. The Hall of Famer will be his favorite teammate. Well, because they like play in the outfield together. Yeah, play okay. in the outfield together, and also he was just an unreal player on and off the field. Great guy. It's, he's like an eclectic player, you know. Man, you make it sound like you like you know him personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's his best friend. Me and Andre okay. Dawson going. Yeah, uh, Brady. Andre Dawson. <laughs> no. All right, so I picked uh, the late great uh, Rusty Stop, R.I.P. Ah, oh, man, yeah, that, was, that was yeah, that was Thursday. Was oh, that yeah. was Thursday. That's rough. Um, so, Listen, I mean, we never watched baseball in the 70s or the 80s, but just the, yeah, like, just the my, influence. My there. grandmother came up to me. She doesn't know anything about sports. She goes, Rusty Stahl passed away. Yeah. I'm like, how did you know? She goes, when you think about Montreal Expos, you think about Rusty Stahl. Yeah, so we want to wish our deepest condolences to uh, his family, his family, his friends, yeah, everyone is surrounding yeah. him at this difficult time. Um, and the Expos and Mets organization. Yeah, the entire city of Montreal really, truly cherished Rus- uh, Rusty Stahl. Yeah. So that's a really good... It's a really good prediction, Brady. Thank you. Uh, but for now, I'm going to send this one to Ethan, a.k.a. me. Future and future Brady and Dan. And future Brady and future rap. Yeah. And we're going to get this interview started. So, ladies and gentlemen, Casual Sports Out's first ever interview with Warren Cromartie. So, we are joined now by... Warren Cromartie. Uh, Warren used to play for the Montreal Expos. He used to play in Japan, and now he is working on the Montreal Baseball Project, hoping to bring baseball back to Montreal. Mr. Cromartie, how are you doing today? I'm good, guys. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so uh, just in short, uh, Mr. Cromartie, uh, for the people that don't know exactly, uh, what, what actually is the Montreal Baseball Project? 
Well, I started this in 2012. Uh, start the ball rolling in regards to uh, making awareness being known about baseball. As you know, this is going on 14 years now this year. 13, 14 years since that school left in 2004, five. And five and a half years ago, there was nothing going on in Japan about baseball. Pretty much it was a, it was a bad time and people were still upset about happened, what happened with Jeffrey Laurie and Samson and Brochure, the other guys involved and a lot of bad, bad sentiment in the air in, in Montreal. And nobody wanted to talk baseball during 2012. And so I decided to uh, start to get the ball rolling in, in, in Montreal just to start talking about baseball again, getting the vibe again. And in between that, we lost Gary Carter. Mm-hmm. So uh, Montreal needed to do something. I challenged Montreal to do something about Gary Carter and the Montreal Expos. Uh, because, you know, the Mets were doing a lot for him, and we weren't doing pretty much anything in Montreal. So I pretty much called the city out, get going. We had a gala during that year, 2012, to celebrate the uh, 1981 team. And I guess that the spirit of Gary Carter and what's going on with baseball pretty much started getting the ball rolling. And uh, we're a company that started the whole thing. Uh, actually, myself, and um, I'm pretty pleased and proud at what has uh occurred up until this point with these five games played at the Big O and um, you know we have tremendous support yeah for sure you guys definitely have our backing Um, we're actually so we we grew up um, with the Expos for a couple of years and then they went to Washington Um, so we were born in like the late 90s so we really didn't have the Expos for I mean as long as you had um, I honestly, I just want to know how passionate were the Expos fans when you were playing here? Well, make no make no mistake about it. You know that's one of the things that I, you know, Montreal has always had passionate fans. Now, uh, you know, you got the Canadians, you got the Alouettes, you got the Impact. So you know they've always been passionate about their sports here in Montreal. So it's something that we already knew about and we know about. When I was playing, we're drunk about two million a year. We're in the top three in attendance. Wow. And, uh, oh, that's impressive. That's huge. Yeah, and right now, uh, you know, we got to start over and 14 years from now, but uh, we're ready to go. You've seen the passion of fans out for two exhibition games mm-hmm. in Montreal yeah. without a team. We've drawn 60,000, four games in a row. We've used 26, 30,000 the past couple of games. Even with the Canadians in town on a Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I was there so, Monday. Uh, the crowd was electric, um, especially yeah. when when Vlad Junior uh, got yeah, into the yeah. field. Yeah, it was you know so you know that, that that's a given. That's something that uh, Montreal is always known for. They're passionate fans, sports fans. So you know we're we're ready to we're ready to get them going. We're ready to get them going uh, again once we get the, the sports back on these exhibition games. Show the world that we're ready. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just have a quick question. You were saying before that you uh, you did play in Japan for uh, uh, a little part of your career after the uh, after you had left the Expos, you went overseas, and uh, so now you see players coming from overseas that didn't necessarily play here before that are playing in Japan and coming to the majors after, like guys like Shohei Otani. Uh, so, quick two questions on that. How does it 
actually, how does the playing style differ uh, Montreal or, or just in the MLB in general uh, from Japan? And also, do you think guys like Shohei Otani or other Japanese players that are big names that, that are coming from Japan to come play in the MLB? What do you think about that? Well, playing in Japan are two different things. Uh, Major League Baseball has got power and speed. Japanese is more fundamentals and team play. And uh, something that I, I went over from, from uh, when I left Montreal, I played seven years in Tokyo for the Tokyo Giants. It's, they're like the Yankees and the Dodgers all in one. Huge following, one a very prestigious um, organization. I still go back to Japan. I have an alliance in Japan. I do business in Japan. And hopefully I can get Japan to Montreal, Montreal to Japan, that type of connection. Maybe even having a little small, a little Tokyo around the new stadium. Mm-hmm. Once we get that going. So, you know, that, that has been a, um, a, a, a part of my life. And uh, uh, I'm still going back. I work for the History Channel now in Tokyo. Wow. Uh, we do biographies and documentaries. As a matter of fact, I'm off to Japan in April. Be back first week of August, and uh, I still have alliance and people over there. So that turned out pretty well. As far as Otani is concerned, I mean, uh, you know, you got. I went. Up, by the way, I went over to Japan when I was 31 years old. So I was coming into my prime, leaving Montreal, leaving the best outfield in baseball myself and Andre Dawson and Alex Valentine. But usually, when players from major leagues go to Japan, it's pretty much toward the end of their career. But I went early. And uh, had a great time over there and established some relationships in between. So, uh, with that said, with Show Otani, I mean, he's going he's gonna to take a little while to get adjusted. You know, uh, things move a little faster over here. Ball's a little faster over here. The game is faster. Yeah. So, uh, he's young enough, though, uh, to succeed. But uh, I, I think it's going to really boil down to him pitching because, uh, we, we, as far as I'm concerned, we've already had our two-way players. And, Jackson and uh, and uh, Deion Sanders. Yeah, um, I got a question for you. I think this is more of a of a fun question. Um, so, if you had the opportunity to build the Montreal team around one player in the MLB right now, uh, who do you think is like? Who do you who would you want to be the the centerpiece of this organization? And, and somebody more realistic, not necessarily like a Bryce Harper or or uh, Mike sure. Trout, like like a big player like that, but like a guy that well, we can actually realistically well, get. Of course. I think that's a question uh, that a lot of people would like to try to prefer to have somebody like a Trout or a Brian. Yeah. You got, uh, depending on the Guerrero kid, depending how he, he's only 19, but depending how he, he, he develops and how he keeps himself in shape and that type of thing. And you got Dante Pachette, the other kid over there with Toronto. So, you know, they're going to be coming around the corner. But right now, I think we'll, we'll have a thicker to live when it comes down to it. So yeah, Bryce Harper or Trout. If I had my choice, I go with uh, I go with Trout. Oh, for sure, for uh, sure. I can't even argue that. Can't argue that. <laughs> He's the best player. So, uh, Mr. Kumar, I have a question for you. If you could pick, if uh, Montreal a team come to Montreal, Montreal, would you rather an expansion draft or a team like maybe the Rays or the Oakland A's to do relocation to us? Well, as you know, the talk has been about expansion. Major League Baseball wants 32 teams. There's 30, 30 teams right now, but MLB wants 32. Um, uh, even an be less travel, a couple more days off for the, for the players is concerned. Logistics will work out much better with 32 teams. 
But as far as I'm concerned, uh, it doesn't really matter. I prefer to get a, we get a team. How we get a team is not important how we get it. Course expansion, you get fresh paper. Just to get to start all over again, it's like you did in 1969 when we first got the Expos. So no mine lake system setting up the whole thing from the ground floor. But if you buy a team, you pretty much come with a with a mine lake system and uh, maybe a couple of a couple of people from the front office to join you. So we're uh, ready for either or, and um, the sooner the better. But uh, we're going to have to wait our time. Yeah. And uh, so just a quick question again, just uh, back to talking about your career while you were actually playing, who actually, we, we were kind of discussing it before trying to make some predictions, but we were curious on your input, who was your favorite player that you played with while you were uh, in baseball? Well, I, I got to say Andre Dawson for sure. Yeah, uh, that's right. We're yeah. <laughs> I guess we're both from Miami. Yeah, we're both from Miami. We kind of grew up the same in Miami down here to watch somebody like that grow and 20 years and becoming a Hall of Famer and, you know, you're that close to him and, you know, it made me a better person, a better player. Made all of us a better player when we were playing with him. So I would I would definitely say Andre. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know a big part of your Montreal baseball project is having a downtown stadium. Uh, personally, I agree. Everybody who asks me the question, I say, first thing, we need a stadium downtown. Um, maybe just give the listeners, give us a reason why you feel like a downtown stadium is probably better than renovating the Big O? Well, Major League has a stipulation now, any new stadiums, you got to be downtown for economic development. We know this. Uh, so that's what we're looking. We're looking for a suitable place to make it happen. Uh, with a tractable roof uh, that I'm going to be pulling for, but, you know, that's another $100 million. So that's going to become a, an investor that uh, myself or Brockman we bring to the table. But we're looking at a 35,000-seat stadium. Now, all the big stadiums are done now. 40, 50,000-seat stadiums are, you know, obsolete right now. But So the ones that do have that are grandfathered in, Dodger Stadium, places like that. So, uh, yeah, we got to make this downtown. Olympic Stadium will not work. Uh, we've already been told that by yeah. Major League Baseball. So uh, we're, we're pretty much on the right path. All right, so Mr. Cromarty, if the Expos were to come back, what role would you like to be a part of the organization? Myself? I don't know yet. Still thinking about that. I mean, I got some time on it, but I have been thinking about it. But uh, when it comes down to it, it'll be a role with the organization and um, organizing and management. Uh, I do have international ties. I am an ex-ball player, too, so I know what goes on the field and that type of thing. So we'll sit down and talk about when it comes down to it, but uh, it'll be a significant part of the organization so we could be a, so I could be around a while. For sure. Uh, last question for you. Um, we, I personally was at the game uh, this past year. I didn't make it to the past couple years, but Brady and Rap did. Um, yeah, I was there. So the games have been here for a couple yeah, where years. Yeah, where the hell were you? How come you wasn't there? Where were yeah. uh, I was I too class. <laughs> yeah. It was tough to get there. Yeah, no, Should've but uh, seriously, I, I'm sad I missed the second night because I missed that home run, but uh, the first night was a ton of fun. Just, um, I, I guess, our last question here, uh, how close are we? You know, how close are we to bringing baseball back? I think we're, I think we're rounding, I think we're rounding home now. One second, we're rounding Let's home. Let's go. Like yeah, I like that. We're, we're rounding home with it, and uh, it's pretty much out of our hands. We, we are financially set for this whole thing to happen. You've been here with Brockman. My uh, my associate Stephen Brock have been saying as far as the financial 
So getting the city support, getting the government support, the mayor's support is where we are right now. And we're going to have to be patient. As you know, Major League Baseball, the commissioner, Manfred, has already said that the Oakland A situation has to be rectified. And also the Tampa Bay situation has to be rectified, whether Tampa's going to stay or they're going to be sold or where they're going to be moved. Same thing with Oakland. So, um, but, uh, you know, my whole thing with these past five games we had in Montreal, I think we're ready for a three-game series. Uh, Major League Baseball's taking uh, three-game series in London and Japan and Puerto Rico, Mexico. Montreal is ready for a regular season three-game series in Montreal. So we're kind of pushing for that right now. To that way we can uh, maintain that momentum. And to be quite frankly, I think the Big O is going to play a big part in uh, hanging around for another year or two until we get the stadium. Maybe we got to play a year at the Olympic Stadium before we build the stadium because we're not going to build a stadium a la Quebec City before a team comes. Not necessarily <laughs> so. You feel that they will come. All right. Well, which is a sad, which is which is a sad thing. I, I think because you know I played my first pro ball in Quebec City, met my my wife, my wife, my wife there, and I got pretty good ties in Quebec City. But um, you know they need that hockey team to make things happen, and I'm rooting for those for, oh, for, for them sure. to get that hockey yeah. team. So. Bring hockey back to Quebec City and baseball back to Montreal. Yeah. All right. Well, go. Mr. Camardi, um, from the bottom of our hearts, we really want to thank you for taking time out of your day to get on the phone with us and have a nice conversation. Um, we are sincerely rooting for yourself in this journey. Uh, bring baseball back to Montreal. And when it comes back, we'll be the first three guys there trying to buy tickets. <laughs> and if you need a yeah. water boy, hit me up. Yeah, we'll, yeah. See, we'll see you there on the field, definitely. Brady wants to be a bat boy. So. I can be a bat boy, water boy, coach, whatever you need. Uh, okay, so listen, uh, stay tuned. Uh, get the information, MontrealBaseballProject.com. Yeah. Uh, the listeners out there, we got some things we keep up on uh, what's going on during the course of the season. You know, sad news this past week with Rusty Staub, uh, yeah, uh, a personal friend of mine and a teammate of mine, LeGrand LaRange. So hopefully Montreal MVP can do something next year with a gala to uh, not only uh, celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Expos, but uh, also pay tribute to Rusty Staub. So stay tuned for that. You can uh, keep up with that montrealbaseballproject.com and uh, we'll talk again thanks yeah. guys for having uh, me. before we go Mr. Camardi before we go um, my dad will get very mad at me if I didn't mention that he used to buy the crowbar um, <laughs> he used to eat the crowbar he'd get yeah. very mad yeah, we're gonna get that going you, you better believe we'll get that going again bring back the crowbar alright thank you so much Mr. Camardi uh, yeah, happy Mr. Easter Marty. to you and your family have a good one Mr. Camardi. have a great one thank happy you. holidays thank you so much guys bye bye thank you everyone Want to know how you can get your invoices paid in half the time? Invoice Sherpa does just that by automating your accounts receivable. Visit invoicesherpa.com today to get paid faster. All right. Wow. Um, for I guess on our side that was amazing. Yeah, that uh, was thank like, you so much, yeah. Mr. Cromarty. Yeah, thank you. Uh, man, yeah. Make sure to go check out Montreal Baseball Project. Um, they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. Also their website, MontrealBaseballProject.com. Yeah. Also their website. Make sure to send them some love from the CST fans. Yeah, some um, we sent you. And tweet at the MLB to tell them to bring back Baseball Montreal. Yes, because that's going to work. If you tweet at MLB, bring back Montreal, that's, that's totally... Yeah. We, can make a, we can make a, like a GoFundMe campaign, yeah. like a petition. Yeah, you know what? Not? As three Montreal boys, I think we really want to do what we can to yeah. try and help. And 
Mr. Camardi, we're on this journey with you right Like now. I said, if you need a coach, a bath boy, a water boy. Okay, definitely not a coach. Yeah, but if you need a bath boy. Mean? When I coach a Brian softball team, I, I, I do great. Brian softball team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Montreal mm-hmm. Expos professional baseball team. Well, I can Close translate enough. it. But um, Don't worry. we're going to stick with baseball right now. Uh, the season started a couple days ago. Um, Rap was freaking out that Matt Davidson had three home runs in one game. Disgusting. It was five ribbies also. Yeah, and RBIs. he's probably going to finish the season with like, I don't know, 15 home runs. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, on pace right now, on pace, he, he's going to break a lot of records. Yeah, he, on pace, for on sure. Pace. If, you, if you extrapolate right now his, uh, his stats right now to then, but yeah. Uh, we're going to have our intern do that. Yeah. <laughs> intern Bob. Intern Bob. Great. Right. So, uh, we're going to stick with MLB for a little. Uh, talk about our award predictions. Award, um, not, well, yeah, award predictions for 2018. Um, so, we're just going through Cy Young, batting champ, rookie of the year, and MVP for both, league, for both leagues. Uh, you want to start AL Cy Young? We'll go left to right. We'll start with Brady. Um, I'm going to go with David Price. I think he had a very good outing yet, uh, yesterday. I think he had an atrocious. I think that's uh, very bold. 2017. I think. Well, no, I don't think it's very bold because the guy was an ace. Last Once. year he was a last, while ago. No, not, and he's regressed a while. Ago. Last year he was awful, but I think he's upset about it, and I think he's ready to go prove he's still that ace, and I think he's going to do that this year. So far, his first game he did. All right, bold prediction right now before our segment at the I end. I don't think it's bold. David Price is going to finish the season in the bullpen, <laughs> not as a starter. I truly think David Price has really gone downhill. Um, last year was just a, a, an indication to me, and I think that the regression's real with him. I still think he's going to be very effective in shorter spurts. So that's why I'm saying, like, put him in that long relief role, get three innings out of him. I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, they, you saw them use him down the stretch last year in the playoffs, right? You also have a lot of starting pitchers. So right, maybe they do so it, but I definitely don't think I he'll think, get the Cy Young. I, I, think, I think he's going to have a crazy year. I think he's going to be the number two behind Chris Sale, and... He's going to go So you think the number two in Boston? Well, number two rotation. Yeah. Because like, okay. they're going to move them up and down. Well, I think the number one in New York is going to be the signing owner. Uh, I think this is actually a bit of a bold prediction just because he had one great year and the year before really wasn't that spectacular. Luis Severino, I think he's going to break out once more. I think he's going to be the Cy Young winner this year. Yes, Rap? Uh, I think on the topic with the Red Sox, I think that Chris Sale will actually win the Cy Young uh, for the AL. Or... We were talking a bit before because uh, Brady was like kind of maybe like oh maybe Chris Hill will win it but ended up going David Price. Uh, I also think that also uh, Corey Kluber also has a, a strong case. Yeah, I, I think, think Kluber has a track record. Right? I think those are the top two in the yeah, AL. Yeah, now. yeah. I think Justin realistically Berlani also is like in there too, like hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Rap's probably gonna get this right, but Brady and I were a bit more bold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to batting champ. Rap uh, for the AL batting champ. I have to go with John Carlos Stanton. Okay. Pretty, pretty yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna actually. This was my bold prediction from two weeks ago, I think, and I'm sticking with it. Jose Ramirez. I mean, the past two years okay. he's hitting like what three thirteen. The year before, I think it was like three twelve. I, I definitely think he's gonna win it this year. Last year he was fourth. Um, Hosmer's gone now. Uh, maybe Altuve might regress a bit. Avisel Gar- Garcia. Last season, bit. just for uh, his stats right now, Ramirez. He uh, hit. Uh, he batted 318, 29 home runs, 186 hits, and 152 games. Yeah, so... Uh, he's only 25 I, years old. I definitely think Ramirez is going to be the batting champ this year. If you, if you can stay healthy, 
Um, so I'll say mine. I think it's going to be Jose Altuve. I think he goes back-to-back. Okay. I mean, you can't really argue there, right? Any of our answers right now, I'm, there's not much argument to them just because we'll see. they can go either way. And, yeah. Um, let's go to AL Rookie of the Year. Let's start with Brady. AL Rookie of the Year. I went with uh, Franklin uh, Burrito. 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 Brady's hungry. Burrito. Brady's really hungry. Right Franklin so Burrito. Yeah. Uh, so, Burrito. <laughs> okay. Franklin Burrito. Um, I was actually going to say the same thing, but like for like argument's sake, I'd say Eloy Jimenez, which is a bit of a more of a long shot, or Willie Calhoun. Um, if Eloy Jimenez gets called up like early enough this year, I really think he could have an impact in Chicago. I, I said this, I think, last week on Bull Predictions, or two weeks ago as well that uh, him and Luis Robert are going to make a big impact for the White Sox, and I think they're going to barely miss the playoffs this year. Um, Rap, you're looking uh, here? I think this might be a bit more of a bold prediction considering that he's starting the season in the AAA, that I think he's going to... Well, so is Barreto, yeah. so is Jimenez. Yeah, so these guys, but I think if he gets called up early enough, he could be a solid player uh, on the Oakland A's. Uh, Dustin Fowler, 23-year-old, 23-year-old center fielder. He was brought there by in the Sunny Gray deal uh, from the Yankees, and I think that if he could, last season he got injured, but I mean if he could stay healthy, I think he could he could kill it. Like he was killing it in the AAA, hitting two ninety three. Like he was doing he was doing solid, but I think that he could he could, and I think he will win the AL Rookie of the Year. All right, AL MVP. Uh, I'll have to go with Carlos Correa. I I'm gonna go John Carlos Dan for the storyline. Uh, Probably would be one of the first players to ever win NL and AL MVP. Yeah, back that's yeah, yeah, back amazing. to back in different leagues. So <clears throat> I'm gonna say John Carlos Stanton MVP. I'm gonna go with probably the best player in the world, uh, Mike Trout. Okay, I mean, number one overall pick in fantasy. We can't argue with that. I think he's the best player overall, and we have him on our fantasy oh, team. So yeah, can't really complain about that. You know, I gotta hope he does well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not doing any biases here. I mean, I only have Severino in one of the leagues. I don't understand or Ramirez. So there's no biases here. I have none of the players. I know. well besides yeah, Trout, I have none, none of the none players. Yeah, All right, so s- not true. swap over to the mm-hmm. NL. Let's go NL Cy Young. We'll start with Brady. I got Jacob Degrom. That is very bold. Uh, just because I picked Noah Syndergaard, and <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if they're health, if Syndergaard is healthy, healthy yeah. he's a better pitcher than Degrom. That's fair, but Degrom's more right. So, so Brady's banking on the fact that Syndergaard might get injured again this year. Well, um, he's on my fast team, so you know I don't wish injury on yeah. anybody. But so, but I understand like your hesitancy on Syndergaard. I just for me, when he's healthy, he's probably one of the best pitchers there. Oh, 100%. well, probably not probably. He is one of the yeah, best pitchers. Yeah, I agree 100. I definitely think that I he just can win the side. I just don't see him staying. Yeah, up. Brady's being more realistic than I am. Yeah, that's that's understandable. For once, um, yeah. But Degrom is especially considering the the quality that the NL has. I mean, we'll see who Rap picked for his side, but. Especially considering the quality the NL has, that that is a bit of a bold prediction. Eh, I'll go with it. Rap and I'll say young. All right, so I have a bold prediction and an actual prediction. Uh, so I have for my actual prediction, I think that Max Scherzer is going to win it. Yeah, so that's the, the quality that I'm talking yeah. about. Scherzer, yeah. Kershaw, like they have these. There are their aces. Yes, I agree. But I think uh, could go. But my bold prediction on that is, I think that Robbie Ray could actually win it. I am actually oppo on Robbie Ray this year. I think he's going to do well. I think regression's coming for Robbie Ray. I definitely think he's probably the future of that rotation just because Granky's getting up there. Tywin Walker's not as consistent as you would have liked. Corbin's nothing special. I just think that that he's going to just carry (coughs) through exactly how he played last season. Last season, he uh, 
he went 15 for five and 15 and five 289 ERA 218 strikeouts uh, I, I think that he oh his opposing batters batted an average of 199 like that's crazy I think he could kill it this season and he will kill it I think that he right. easily could take the sign and now batting sure. champ rap uh, this one's a bit of a, a stretch maybe uh, Christian Yelich no I, I wouldn't call it a, a bit of a stretch I mean you're batting second in that Brewers lineup, so there's going to be plenty of opportunity there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially considering I still the think quality yeah. that We're they trying all to do have. Trying to do some hot takes here. I think that Christian Yelich can do it. So I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman. Um, he was a 300 hitter last year, 303, I think. Uh, I think he's going to up that this year just because Atlanta's entire lineup is considerably better. I think true. I honestly think that when you surround yourself with. Uh, better hitters that you yourself are going to improve. Yeah, so I definitely think he's going to get more opportunity and uh, more hits, better average. Brady, batting champ. I just want to announce I did just buy his jersey. Huge fan. So you're definitely not biased whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, And I also have my fantasy baseball team. Bryce Harper. Okay. Okay. I mean, no arguments. (coughs) Sorry. Rookie of the Year, NL. NL? I have his teammate, Victor Robles. I keep messing the name oh up. Jesus Christ. Oh, Robles. Robles. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I can't wait for that. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Robles. This is the first time I think that Robles. I'm not pronouncing them wrong. Normally, it's, it's I that pronounces them wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, Victor Robles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he has a, a bright future ahead of him. He's a speed guy. Yeah. Uh, great defensively in center field. Uh, I don't. In terms of batting, I don't know how well he's gonna do. So I don't know how well it's gonna we'll work. See, I think he could. I mean, I think the like unanimous rookie of the year choice for the NL, if we all were choosing the same person, would be Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Uh, he's probably coming up he's in a couple weeks just because of service like mm-hmm. uh, issues, and he's it looks like he's gonna kill it. But again, for argument's sake here, I'm gonna go with Lewis Brinson or Scott Kingery, just one of them. Also. Uh, so I, you know, if Rats can say Brinson, I'm gonna say yeah. Scott Kingery. Um, him and JP Crawford are the future of the infield there in Philly. Philly. Um, yeah, like the interior of the infield, you know, shortstop, second base. Uh, I think Kingery's very interesting. I think he has some pop to him, and I think he's gonna hit for some for a good average as well. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's gonna bring him over the top. Uh, I was going to say Ronald Acuna also, but I mean, I'll go with Lewis Brinson for argument's sake. And uh, even though the Miami Marlins literally got all the talent squeezed out of them, there's still a little ray of sunshine there in Lewis Brinson. I think that he could uh, do some damage there. Uh, now that there are players that left like that gap of talent in there, like Giancarlo Stanton, like all these big name players that have left, uh, uh, Ozuna, Yelich, like these big guys, they left, you know. He's gonna fill some of those gaps there. He hit uh, in the Triple A's. He's 23 years old. He hit 331, 13 home runs, 76 Triple A games. And if he could stay healthy, uh, he's gonna have a lot more at bats because there are there's a week of rotation yeah, there. Yeah. So he started the year at the top of their lineup. Yeah. Um, the first couple of games he's hit one. Uh, I mean he's had some trouble in the first couple of games, but you're against the Cubs. Uh, they do have good pitching staff, and you're just still adjusting to major league life. I definitely think that he's probably one of the front runners, if not Acuna. But we all really think it's going to be Acuna, right? We, yeah. For argument's sake, we're picking Acuna Matata. Yeah, Acuna Matata. What a wonderful. We never know. People, people there's already upsets. There exactly. Upsets. Um, yeah. So NL MVP rap. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Freddie Freeman. That is kind of bold, just because 
a lot of what MVP does is based on your team record. So you're saying that Atlanta's going to have a great season. Yeah. And then that's that's MVP. Yeah. Um, my MVP, I'm going to say Nolan Arenado. I think Colorado um, challenges LA for the division lead this year and probably will make it in as a wild card. But I think Arenado is going to be the MVP now that Stanton's gone to the AL. Um, again, I guess, I'll say it again, my boy, Bryce Harper. You think he's going to take both trophies? Brady's home? definitely not biased. Mm-hmm. I'm not biased. No, Whatsoever. Of not. Do you think, do you really think Bryce Harper could do the Triple Crown this year? Batting title, sure. MVP, and home run leader. I didn't say three. I said but two. I'm, I'm asking. But do you think um, you know what? Yeah, actually, sorry, I do say that my bowl prediction. So yes, I do. Okay, so I just ruined one of Brady's bowl predictions. Yeah. I apologize. We need to go back Thanks, to the All right, game. let's go to hockey talk. Um, the NHL regular season is coming to a close. Some teams have like three games left, five games left. Um, by the time by next that time next week is gonna be playoff time. So let's give a playoff preview of what we think might happen. Um, if the playoffs started today. Uh, three teams from the Metro Division in the East uh, Capitals, Penguins, Blue Jackets Three teams from the Atlantic uh, Lightning, Bruins, Maple Leafs And then you'd have Philly and Jersey As the wildcard teams um, In the West however In the Central you're looking at Nashville, Winnipeg, Minnesota Vegas, San Jose, LA Anaheim and St. Louis So I went on ESPN I found some St. Louis and Colorado are tied actually so True but I think St. Louis holds a tiebreaker because I'm on ESPN right now, and that's what they're telling me. So I think I think they have one game in hand also, but whatever. Yes, St. Louis does have one game in hand. They still have a few more games to go. So I think it's same, same, same. Um. So boys, I mean, if you could see any team drop out of the playoffs right now, like which team do you think uh, could drop off? Which team? I, I think it's gonna be in the West, just because Colorado is like neck and neck with St. Louis. Even Dallas is what six points back. Uh, in the East, you really have Florida, which is three points back, and then. Carolina eight points back with like four games left. Like, I think you know Florida, I mean? Florida can make a run for it, but the thing is that New Jersey has been dominant lately, uh, which is very surprising. Yeah, I really yeah, didn't think New Jersey yeah. would be a fantastic team this year. Nugent Hopkins is having a great season. It's Taylor Hall. Taylor yeah. Hall, sorry, sorry. Sorry. The guy, the guy, guy doesn't know hockey. I mix up former Edmonton Oilers. Sorry. Let's go. What is happening right now? I need sleep. The guy oh, doesn't yeah. know hockey. It's not even 1 a.m. It's 1 p.m. Sorry, that's my bad. Oh, Let's man. go. Yeah, so I'm Taylor Hall has Taylor. broken out this season. Yeah. Yeah, um, oh my god, he had such a good I think it was like 27 games in a row with a point. Like, whew. Um, their goals for goals against differentials at zero exactly. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive considering they're like not considered such a high scoring team well, like, like normally like so uh, let's look over some of these matchups I think it'd be Tampa Bay versus Jersey in the first round Boston versus Toronto Washington versus Philly Pittsburgh versus Columbus give me an upset give me a upset well, you have Boston versus Columbus Boston Toronto this Boston, is what ESPN I'll, I'll say Boston Toronto that makes sense Boston Toronto is Second and third place. How would that make sense? No, if the playoffs started today, that doesn't make sense. Look, look. Boston this, this is what ESPN t- tells me. Uh, so we're gonna have that doesn't make sense. This is what ESPN tells me. I think they're broken. You wanna fight with ESPN? Fight with ESPN. It should be the second and seventh seed. Should be honestly call Boston ESPN. Call Adam Schefter and let him know. I don't think Adam Schefter does hockey, does he? He's part of ESPN. I don't think Adam Schefter does hockey. But I'm sure you get you. Adam Schefter, do you or do you not do hockey? Let us know. Slide to Brady's DMs. This is weird. Um, no, this is listen. okay. So I'll go with my bowl prediction. I think the Devils will beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, you know what? I can honestly see Tampa Bay losing in the first round. Um, they have been 
really bad recently just because I've been following them more recently. Um, no, a, a, a good friend of ours, a good friend of ours, Josh Silverman and myself, we made a bet three months ago about the division winners and it's Hi, coming Josh. down to the wire. Um, we think the Tampa will win the division and if we lose that, then we lose because we cashed out on our backup bet, which was Boston. And look, Boston and win division. Yeah, Boston. Go Tampa, Boston. Tampa yeah. in their last ten, they're five and five. So Tampa's really hitting like a, a bad stretch of play recently. Boston's been on fire. Boston's been on fire. Toronto's even been good. So that's gonna be a great matchup if that happens. Um, I definitely think New Jersey can upset Tampa. I think Washington might choke. Otherwise, I can see the Eastern final being like Pittsburgh, Boston. Like, I think oh, well, I, I did make so. the bold prediction of Boston winning yeah. this year. So I could definitely see so. Pittsburgh Boston making it to the Eastern Conference Final. I have a bold prediction. Just because right the now. East is so, Wait, so I have weak. a bold prediction right now for the East. I think Columbus is gonna come up come up on top. That's very bold. Yeah. yeah. In their last ten, they're nine and one and zero. Oh. They've been unstoppable. Their game on the the last game that they so tonight's today's right now we're, we're recording on Saturday, uh, for all the listeners. Uh, but their last game was on Thursday. Uh, I believe Thursday, yeah, Thursday, and they won five one, like against Calgary, which is like okay, bottom seed team, yeah, Calgary, but I mean still, like it's still a solid game five one. Like I think they could just dominate the playoffs. They're gonna come in. Yeah, but if you're going in a first round matchup against Pittsburgh, who's so dominant in the playoffs, they're like, playing. T- they're supposed to play Toronto. Okay, I don't know what you are. I just looked at the standings. One place, Mr. Eights, Ryan second Hawkins. place, seventh, third place. On the yeah, you wrote this in your own Word document. Yeah. Yeah. But this doesn't make you, sense. And he also said Ryan Hopkins. Hopkins yeah, the battle, I'm discrediting so. rap in all hockey talk. And I and get to go could, over. How could Boston play Toronto if it's the second and third seed? I'm pretty sure. Sense. I'm pretty sure it's by Taylor division. Because Hall said so. That's why. No, it's by division. Do you not know how the play? Oh, fuck you, right? You're right. Whoa. Oh, oh rap. God. That's my so, below alert for rap, who spent the last five minutes thinking it's one versus eight when it's actually divisions and then a wild card team. All right, guys. I've been studying a lot lately. Exams are coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuses, excuses. excuses. And the holidays. You have to help prepare. Of course. Yeah, you so, holidays. let's go to the West. Um, my, um, We have Vegas, Anaheim as a potential matchup. San Jose, Los Angeles. Nashville, St. Louis, and Winnipeg, Minnesota. And a lot of people think that Colorado might actually get in. So, if Colorado get it, gets in, which team falls out? Well, so was 100%. I think the Blues. And I think, if you remember last week, Isaac made the bold prediction of Colorado winning it. When, yeah. What about the Kings? I mean, the Kings only have three games left. The Blues have two games in hand. Um, Colorado has one game in hand. Los Angeles had 94 points. Like Colorado is two points behind them. I'm going to say that Los Angeles actually falls out. Really? That's fair. That's yeah. actually fair. But then that, okay, that's fair. I get that. So in terms of matchups here, um, a lot of people are harping on the fact that Vegas could lose in the first round. I mean, I know it was one of my bold predictions. A ton of my, my friends. My have, bold prediction a few like a, like a month ago, I think it was one of our first bold prediction episodes. I said Vegas would win the cup. Yeah. So I think Vegas can lose in the first round, um, especially if going up against Anaheim. I don't think so. I think they could beat Anaheim easily. Their season record uh, against each other is three, three, uh, three wins against Anaheim and one loss. That is true. Three and one. I mean, yeah. yes. Uh, but probably the strongest... I, I think the Western final, it, it's not going to be there, but I wish it was. It, I wish it would have been Nashville and Winnipeg. They're going to meet in the second round. Uh, I like that matchup so much. They're going to meet in yeah. the second round. It's going to be uh, probably going to seven games. Like, It's really... Really tough. gonna yeah. be a tough one there to predict in your bracket challenge, but I think the, honestly I think the winner of that matchup is going the to Nashville be. Winnipeg will win the yeah game. yeah. But I, I was gonna be bold and say whoever makes in or Blues or Colorado I think they beat Nashville. 
That's bold. That's very bold. That's extremely bold. Um, but then you're kind of also agreeing with with Isaac, because then if Colorado makes it, then they beat Nashville. I'll, 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 I'll go to Isaac on that one. Okay. So. Um, as you guys can tell, we're not hockey experts, but we try our best to do some good hockey, hockey talk. Especially Daniel, apparently. Hey. Apparently, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a semi-pro. Uh, yeah, no, Brady's going to write for himself, Taylor Hall, there. But, uh, let's go. So, One mistake, all right? You guys make right, pretty came from let's give, let's give our uh, Stanley Cup final predictions and who's going to win. All right? Well, I think I made mine already. No, like, which two teams, oh, like, which fine. team from each so, conference? Well, I already got Boston in there, obviously. Boston versus and I guess a, another ruined my bold prediction I said I San Jose was going to make the finals so Boston versus San Jose and Boston wins okay uh, I, okay I, I'm giving up on hockey what is skid out yeah I'm giving up no I, so I said a few weeks ago like I said uh, Vegas would win the cup and I guess I'm going to have to stick with my bold prediction of course you uh, always got to stick with your so bold I think uh, it's going to be a Vegas Tampa Bay or Vegas Columbus final pick one okay Tampa Bay then alright who's going to win Tampa Bay Alright. Um, or I you know technically, technically my, my bold prediction was Vegas winning so often. You're a flip flopper, eh? Yeah, you were. Mr. Really flip flopper. Um, I'm going to go with a rematch from last year, actually. I'm going to say Pittsburgh Nashville. Uh, and I think Nashville's going to come on top this time. I, don't, I just don't think that Pittsburgh can get that far. I just don't think so. I think they're not the same team. They're not the same I'll team. Be honest, but I, there's always like the playoffs is when Pittsburgh yeah. shows up. You know? I think if Crosby's been on then, fire recently. Yeah, yeah, You've seen his goals. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. That was disgusting. Yeah. But I think if Pittsburgh makes it there, I think they do win it. I just think their experience and all that stuff, yeah. they get they I think get that's done. a huge factor. That, like, yeah. You know what's one thing I like, I kind of like this year, though? That there's a lot of fresh faces also in the playoffs. Agree. There's like, obviously like, <laughs> you mean so, Ryan Nugent Hopkins? So, yeah, 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 like, like the Chicago Blackhawks didn't make it again. Like, like, it, like it's like, they've been dominant this last this last decade. They're now at the bottom of the conference. Uh, there's teams like Winnipeg who are now in the offs. Like, like I mean, they well, Winnipeg's of, been building for years now. Winnipeg, well, I mean, like, Winnipeg deserves to be there with their yeah, roster. I mean, they made it in the this the 2014-2015 season. They got wrecked by the Ducks four nil uh, in that series. But I mean, they I think this year they could really go far. I like them. Young team. Alright. And before we finish, we are shifting on to our mainstay here. Uh, one of the our fan favorite f- thing to do. One of the fan favorites as well. Bold predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll start with... I'll start. Rap will start. Okay. I say that the city... Well, yeah. I think it's the city. Minnesota the city, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the city of Minnesota, they win the championship in at least three of the... Uh, biggest sports so football, uh, hockey, basketball. Football. So you think what I do? Oh, with sorry, Boston. sorry, baseball, baseball, hockey, basketball. So you think what I do with Boston? If you Basically, you're just stealing that and changing it to Minnesota. No, but Minnesota is not. Is that not bold? Do you think the Twins could win the MLB title? Well, let's let's not let, let's not give one of my bold predictions. Well, the Twins. But no, but the Twins, the Wild, the Vikings. You think all of them could win? Vikings are just very bold. He's a Vikings fan. The Vikings aren't bold. Oh, well, well, hold on. We're not supposed to be together. arguing. Okay, okay. Right. Oh, my God. So, a BLO. Yeah. I'm a BLO. Yeah. Yes. We were all arguing. You're not supposed to be arguing. That's we the whole thing. We were. We've been because doing this. We're all BLOs. We've been okay. doing this for a okay. month. Okay. And you can't even get the rules. Right. I didn't Same do it last times. Okay. I, first off, we all disagree with Raps, right? Yes. Perfect. Josh Donaldson won't play in more than 81 games this year. Wow. You just don't like the Blue Jays. Disagree. Brady, learn the rules. Disagree. How is that breaking the rules? I'm just saying you don't like the Blue Jays. Agree or disagree? Just agree or disagree, Brady. I I agree. He doesn't like. He says I don't like the Blue Jays. But I don't like the Blue Jays either. It's good for me. I like the Red Sox. I want them to do bad. Yes, I disagree though. All, All right, right. Um, 
I think Bogarts gets a gold glove and a silver bat this You season. mean Xavier Bogarts, your boy? Xander Bogarts. Yeah, good <laughs> Xavier. Um, I'm going to agree. Let's go. I'll agree. Let's go. Let's wrap. Uh, I'm going to have to say that... Okay, since I already said that Las Vegas would win the cup, if they wouldn't, then I think a Canadian team will win the cup. What are you flip-flopping for so much? It's a bold prediction. A bold prediction is a bold prediction. There's only two, te- two teams that are Canadian. You made the bold prediction. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's only you made two Canadian teams. Yeah. You're flip-flopping. Okay, too. stop. Oh, Let's all... I disagree. Disagree. Okay. Brady and Rather, I could sense a lot of tension here. Do you guys need to relieve your tension in the Brady, Brady just disagrees with everything I say. That's it. I just don't like how you flip-flopping so much. All right. Bold prediction. Be loyal. Golden State Warriors losing the first round. I've heard it from a couple people, and I could see I it happening. I don't think it's that bold, in my opinion. They're very. They're a lot of their team. I think Kevin. Okay, uh, no, no arguing, no arguing. Sorry, sorry, no arguing. You guys don't yeah. know the rules. How do we not know the rules already? Actually, I like. I agree that I think it's gonna happen. I, I disagree. Think, I agree. I think it's gonna happen. My turn. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers gonna be out in the first round this year. Disagree. Disagree. Also. All right. Uh, Gary Sanchez Sanchez wins the MVP for the AL. But but you made a prediction. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I have to like sense. I have I have to stop the rules here. In our prediction segment, like 20 minutes ago, I said Carlos Correa. But yeah, now you're so saying Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez. But this is a bold prediction. Carlos Correa wasn't as much of a bold no. prediction. Oh my god! Flip flopper. Yeah. Flip flop rap. Flop flip rap. Flip flop rap. Flip flop rap. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. Our kids listen to this. My son listens to this. <laughs> but he has three sons. Um, and two daughters. Okay. So four different women. Uh, bull prediction. The Cavs are going to pick first overall because of the Brooklyn pick. Oh, well, good for them. I'll, I'll agree. I can agree. All right. Um, I think the Washington Nationals will win 100 games this year. And Bryce Harper will lead the NL in home runs, so it's pretty much I'm saying he's gonna win the, the triple crown. Triple crown, yeah. Agree. Yeah, agree. Let's go, Bryce. <laughs> Raps done. Raps so I have one more. Day. Raps out for the day. I have one more. Uh, Minnesota Twins. We talked about Minnesota before. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Twins win their division. I think they edge out the Indians by like half a game or something, and they win their division. I like that. I, I like that pick. I agree. You Kirk Cousins that? I Kirk Cousins that. I like that. All right. Last one, Brady. Sharks get over the hump. Well, you got kind of ruined it, but the Sharks get over the hump to make the finals. Well, uh, this episode 11 has probably been the most interesting episode to date. Uh, thank you again to Mr. Cromarty and to yeah. Montreal Baseball Project. Don't forget Project. to check out his website. Yeah. His home, his com. Go check it out. Uh, please, guys, make sure to like, comment, share this episode. This is probably it's our biggest episode one. today. So we'd like to wish a happy holidays to all of those that are celebrating Easter or Passover. Yes. Have a very happy and healthy holiday. Yeah. Spend Be it with safe. family. Spend family. And Be baseball's safe. back. Yeah. Brady's excited. Baseball's back. Yesterday, I was watching two streams of holidays. holidays. Yeah. Opening days of holiday. Yeah. All right, guys. I sent to my boss. They said, is this a joke? Yeah. I was like, no. And Brady's looking for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, we'll talk to you next week. From the CSD crew, we're out. Have a good one. Peace boys. Follow us on Twitter for the latest and greatest sports updates. At Casual Sports Pod.